Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Masay Chamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Pashas Masay. And it is yet another short Aliyah. It is only eight psukim long, running from Perek Lamedhe, Pasuk Aleph to Ches. The topic of our Aliyah is the cities of the Levium. Basic summary and then some points to ponder. We hear that Hashem commands Moshe Rabbeinu to command the nation of Israel to create and to divide specific cities given to the Levium as their inheritance. In addition, each city will have a radius of land around it called a Migrash which belonged to the city and this was to be for their livestock. The Migrash would also be from outside of the wall outwards in each of the four directions 1,000 Amma um, um, and that's roughly 2,000 feet for 0.3 miles and there will be 2,000 Amma in each direction. There would then be 42 cities of Levium. In addition, six are a Miklat, six cities of refuge for murderers looking for their own refuge and these cities, these cities came from Israel from the bigger, more and from the less, least. So what is, what's going on over here? Was it a thousand Amos or two thousand Amos around the edges of the city? There's two different versions in the different Pesukim. How does this work? So Rashi's version, his understanding is there was two thousand in total. And the, uh, the inner a thousand radius were the Migrash for their animals. The outer a thousand was the farmland. The Rambam has it a little bit differently. as has a thousand on the inner track and then another two thousand beyond that. But be it as it may, every tries to square the different Sukkim, the different ideas of whether it's one thousand or two thousand Amas around the city. What is this institution of a Migrash? What's, what's the point of it? So Rashi, the Ramban, Rabbeinu B'chai all points out it was an area Lenoi. It was a Migrash, Revach, a space. It was for beauty. They should look out the city and they shouldn't just see, you know, the industrial district. No, this is not farmland. This is just a beautiful area maintained, meant to maintain beauty. It's interesting that Rasul uh, Dome and Rabbi Arye Carmel in their um, compilation called Challenge, I'm talking about science and Judaism, argue that this is an example of envi- the environment being important to the land of Israel. Here you see an example of the Torah in one of its prescriptions showing the importance of environment, environmentalism. It, of course, not on the same level as we have to deal with today, but in the, you call it in ideas. This is certainly an idea which the Torah values. Now, did the Kohanim get any cities? So the Diet Mikra at this point said, yes, of course. In fact, 13 of the cities belonged to Kohanim, and then there were 35 Levi- Levium cities as well. We'll see, like as an example, we'll see later on in Tanakh, there's specific cities which we know about, which are only cities of Kohanim. As an example, Nov era Kohanim, where the Mishkan actually went after it was destroyed by the Philistines. The the city of Anasois later on, where Yirmiyahu is um, grown up, Yirmiyahu is a Kohen, is also a city in the area of Binyamin, which is a Kohen city. In the end, all of them ended up, uh, all the cities of the Kohanim ended up being in Yehuda and Binyamin in the south. That could be actually reflective of the post split of the kingdom experience where many of the Kohanim descended south, south, southwards because they were not allowed, there was no base of in the north, that which sort of led to the closing of the borders between the north and the south. Now, why did Levi not get a portion in the land of Israel? So if you go back to the brachas of Yaakov Avinu in Parshas Vayechi, he says about Shimon and Levi, Israel, I divide them among Jacob and spread them out among Israel. So it's, it's, that was seen as a curse. They didn't get their own nachla. In fact, Shimon's nachla was subsumed in that of Yehuda's. And Levi only got cities around. 
But there's another reason as well that we see in, as an example in Pasha's Korach, where that the because they are the people of God, they serve Hashem in the Beis Hamikdash. They are supposed to be teachers and conveyors of the law and examples to society. So society supports them, and therefore their parnasa is not going to come from farming industry or trade. It's going to come from being supported by a society which needs role models. So there's two elements of this. In a certain sense, Levi took the positive aspect of what Yaakov's blessing slash curse was as well. Now, why does it say in this Aliyah, to the many, there'll be much. The answer is, is that whenever is, uh, one of the tribes had to give up space for a city of the Levium, essentially they were giving up fertile land, they were giving up taxation opportunities for people who could have lived there, that the Levium were not being taxed. So it was a financial loss for that particular tribe. So therefore, the more that the more population a tribe had, the, the, the more the responsibility they had to designate these tax-free zones for the Levium as well. If you do the actual count, it turns out that Yehuda has eight of them, Shimon has one of them, Naphtali has three of them, and every other tribe had four, and that's sort of the division of these cities of the Levium as well. Now, basic question will conclude with this today, and that is, do the R.A. Levium, do the cities of the Levium absorb murderers? We know that the R.A. Miklat do, but there are only six R.A. Miklat. What about the 42 cities of the Levium? The answer is yes, the Gemara Marcos says in Dafyud Gimel and Aleph. They absolutely do. Yes, there are, yet there are two differences. Number one, the R.A. Levium, the cities of the, of the Levium, are, will charge rates and taxes for for upkeep to those who are who, who run there. Which means to say, let's say a accidental murderer seeks refuge in the city of Levium, he'll have to pay towards garbage removal in the fire department, the police department, all the internal, we'll call it, uh, um, rates and taxes of that city to its its for its continuation. Unlike the R.A. Miklat, which are cities of refuge, which are which are complete refuge. Number two is the R.A. Miklat uh, operate even without intent. So let's say an accidental murderer enters into a city of refuge without realizing that they're in a city of refuge, it still protects that person. Whereas if they walk into a city of the Levium without realizing it, um, then it would not operate in protection. So it depends a little more kavana, a little more intent for it to operate in the way that it should. This concludes the fifth aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.